1: one of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up
2: up your ass and get
0: Alright, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am here with a band. Actually, before I even introduce the band, um, as I've said on other shows, one of the things I like to do um, a few times a year is just sort of ask listeners who they want to hear in the local music scene. I try my best to keep up on, on new bands, but you know, I think as everyone knows, Winnipeg has just such a ridiculous amount of bands starting up... Like weekly, there's like ten new ones that no one's ever heard of before. So I like to put the request out and say, who should I have on the show? Who do people want to hear more about? And the band on this episode came up as a as a suggestion, and it was a new one to me. And I'm glad that I actually took the time to you know to, to give it a listen because I really like what I heard. And I think that the best way to sort of start this off is if the three of you want to introduce yourselves and, and what you do in the band, and then maybe just give a bit of background about where the band's coming from, because like I said, it was a new one to me. Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll go first there. Uh, so I'm Wyatt. Uh, I play the drums and I do vocals
3: in this band. This band is Hopscotch Battlescars. Um, yeah, we'll go on to someone else then. Sure. And then I'll jump back into it.
4: Um, my name is Simone. I do the vocals uh, and guitar. That's really it.
1: Cool. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jude. I make noises with a guitar. Uh, that's that kind of shit.
0: <laughs> cool cool so i mean first of all hopscotch hopscotch battle scars is a great name um what is the uh where does that come from I, I love the name is great the logo is awesome like it works really well with that kind of uh you know that, that standard metal font right <laughs> where does the name come from sure uh so
3: i for years have just been brainstorming band names and putting them in my phone so i have like you know hundreds of them i don't really know what like I've kind of made the meaning to this name after okay. coming up with it. I just like the alliteration of it, you know, Hopscotch Battle Scars. It yeah, just it it rolls really- off the tongue in a fun way. Um, but yeah, sort of thinking back on it, it kind of gives an idea of like childhood trauma, you mm-hmm. know, um, which is sort of something that we kind of, you know, explore and ideas of like, you know, bullying and yeah. whatever.
0: Oh, fair enough. Yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's. Uh, I think it's one of those names that people can probably ascribe meaning to. When they hear it, right? It's it's not just like one of those one-word band names that that either means one thing straight up or is just really vague. So it's cool. And then I guess like I hate asking this question to people, and everyone hates answering it, but I have to do it. How do you define the type of music that you play? And the reason it sucks as a question is because there's so many subgenres of subgenres. And then as soon as you get into anything with the core suffix, it just goes into like all this weird umbrella of all these different things. But I would like to hear it kind of from you. Is how do you define this? If someone says, hey, I hear you in a band, what kind of music do you play? What's the kind of Cole's Notes version that you, any of you give out? Sure. Yeah, I'll take it. I usually, um, when someone
3: asks, I say that I play in a mathcore MySpace revival sort of band. Those are my big headings. But really, genres are kind of like, you know, labels are only what you choose them to be. Totally. And we kind of pull from all sorts of different elements. But... But yeah, I think mathcore, MySpace metalcore is sort of a a decent descriptor.
1: Yeah, I guess. I like to kind of just say go real simple. Just say we're kind of like a hardcore band. Sure. Like That's real cut the to broadest the broadest umbrella. Because yeah, like yeah. as like the genre of hardcore has progressed, especially over the past few years, what can be classified as hardcore has I've seen get expanded quite a whole lot. So yeah, oh, I sure. can see a whole lot of different stuff, and it just kind of fits
0: even when I was trying to, you know, I was trying to look up what mathcore was because I'd heard the term flying around and I looked at it I'm like, oh, I know a lot of these bands, like all these bands that are like, you know, fitting within the larger umbrella. So I think, yeah, like hard, uh, saying it's a hardcore band actually makes a lot of sense because I think all of these subcore genres have all, uh, you know, originally come from hardcore in some kind of way anyway. So it, it, it's it's a, it's a good fit. And then the MySpace thing, um, I like that too. <laughs> I haven't thought about Myspace in like twenty years. What what is the um what does MySpace mean to I don't know how old any of you are, but like I'm almost forty, so for me, MySpace is just this thing that I did way back when social media was starting up, and I've long since forgotten about it. But I know for a lot of people who are younger than me, it was like there was a whole scene around MySpace as far as music and stuff. Is is that sort of where the three of you are coming from? Uh
3: well, so I think I'm kinda coming from the group of people who like are nostalgic for the MySpace okay, thing because okay. there's there's a crop of bands that are coming up that are sort of doing the MySpace thing again, and we're sort of copying some of them. I think okay. like we're like once removed from the MySpace idea, um, but I just love the the bright neon monster merch <laughs> and just the sound, the, like the whatever. Sometimes we like to throw some clean chorus ideas in there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like- That's something
1: I got. I can add to this, like, uh, as people in like our late teens, early 20s, we kind of like just missed the whole like MySpace the- scene, yeah. and a lot of us that I have talked to especially kind of like mythologize it in a way, uh, because there are all these like awesome bands that were around at that time, and all of them like, they created their platforms through the internet. It was like a brand new thing yeah. at the time, that you could be a band and you could create a big fan base all through the internet and it's like the first time it's ever happened it's only ever continued to go in that direction so the whole like myspace era of like heavy music has really a turning point in the whole realm of just music in general i see well
0: it's like a next step in the diy progression right i mean it's it's, it's tapes to burning cdrs to then suddenly you can put your music online and then myspace was a big thing for that Mm-hmm. I like I like hearing that there's nostalgia for stuff that, you know, because doing the show I interview people who are between the ages of like eighteen and seventy, right? So there's or, or older, depending on who it is. So there's there's a really wide range of sort of where people uh, fit in within the, the the greater context of the music scene, and it was very cool to see that there's nostalgia for things that are to some people, still considered new. It's like, oh, yeah, that just happened, like, last year or something, right? But it didn't. But, you know, MySpace has this, uh, it seems recent, and it's cool that there's nostalgia for it, and people are reviving that and taking that kind of era um, and then doing a new thing with it. Because it it always happens, right? It's just, it's nice to see that that's still happening on, like, a micro level. Mm Mm-hmm. That wasn't really a question. That was just uh, <laughs> just me rambling. But um, so, where where do you actually fit in within the local music scene? Because I mean, that's another whole issue aside from genre. Is that there's a metal community, there's a punk community, there's there's hardcore bands, and a lot of them, you know, are intertwined and they they play shows together. And but there's also a lot of separate subgroups of those and and cliquey shit and whatever. Do you do you have sort of a place that you feel that you fit in within Winnipeg? Uh, it's actually pretty
1: per- it's actually pretty weird right now because we. Uh, at least these two formed the band like in like January of 2020 or like December of 2020. So the shows weren't like a thing. And then I joined a few months later. So we haven't really been able to really get on to like the local scene that much just because the whole much of our local scene is built off of going to shows. And that that just, just haven't been a thing for like a year and a half now. So it's weird. Like we kind of try to align with kind of like the hardcore, more punk bands. But, like, it's really... We haven't really yet, just because of the nature of the last
0: year. <laughs> yeah, that situation everyone in the world has been in, for sure. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe a better way of, uh, of asking that question, then, is are, are there local bands that... that it might be different for all three of you but that you sort of came up uh, listening to like other bands that sort of exp- inspired you to want to get into playing music yourself as far on a local level
4: um, I guess for me um, there's a band called Murder Capital which is yep. a big band which I love to death
0: <laughs> I had them on my show a couple of years ago they're
4: great yeah yeah. Oh, super cool um, yeah just like their energy at shows is just like being able to perform it's always something I wanted to do yeah yeah um, Wyatt's um, other band, Black Pine, have seen them live too. Like, really great energy. Have just always wanted to, uh, I guess, like play live shows. Cool,
0: cool. <laughs>
4: Part of our uh, local metal scene.
0: <laughs> Anyone else have, uh, have any kind of yeah, like, touch point uh, bands?
1: Yeah, basically like uh, Murder Capital, Black Pine again, and then like Bears the Technology. They're really cool. Yeah, I like band, seeing yeah. them whenever I can, and Print Port And, uh, I'm yeah sure. just whatever bands I can't go out and see yeah <laughs> well, well how are, stuff.
0: like you said earlier this is kind of a relatively new band in that it started you know when shit was happening for, and no one could play shows how has that been like how have you been able to make music together um throughout this period that's just screwed over literally everyone doing anything creative
4: sure um, yep oh go ahead you can answer that one if you want okay
3: then I will uh yeah. so yeah we um yeah um we've been basically entirely self-produced and self-recorded. Like I had my drum set set up at home with like four mics. I figured out how to record drums. I'm not very good at it, but I, I figured it out over the year. Um, and we would just send waves back and okay. forth okay. and then produce stuff, you know, like all of the things that we have out right now are all just done from our bedroom. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, cause it's just like, that's the only way we could do anything. Um, writing songs like that is really weird. It's really weird to write songs by sending 15 second voice clips over Facebook Messenger, but you know, it happens and it it works so where. So, but yeah, it's been really strange and we're looking forward to um, getting together. We've been able to (laughs) rehearse together and write music together as of recently and it's been really fun.
4: That's awesome. Sorry, for the most part, like even though we are all from like the same city, like the entire time, we've just been like an internet band, pretty much, <laughs> just like communicating back and forth over like Zoom meetings, and that's like all we've done, pretty much. We've we've met
0: out a couple times, but. The, the timing though The timing is great for that Because it, we're in an era yeah. now Where you actually I mean pandemic aside You actually can do that There's plenty of people Doing bands full time That are like You know Members in different cities And stuff And they can literally Just send files across So it's uh, I, It's not Obviously the pandemic Is terrible and, and no one wishes That it would have happened But at any time in history The fact that This is a possibility At least at least there's that Right <laughs>
2: my fucking versions. you'll get one turn at the if you of
0: What's, um, I guess now that you can get together and actually you know, be, be a band in person, what's sort of the plan going forward? Uh, do you have sort of a, an idea of where you want to go with this project um, now that things are opening up, shows are starting to happen and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, we uh, currently are working on our debut EP. We got that mostly written. We're planning on going into an actual studio to record at least some of it in the near future. Uh, and then after that, we got a show booked in Ontario for later October oh, cool. already. Uh, that's the good thing about like being an internet band is we have been able to make a lot of connections in a lot of different places yeah. instead of like just Winnipeg. So I think that's like a very one benefit of being a a band with a large internet presence.
0: Yeah, no doubt, for sure. Mm -hmm. Is there, uh, I mean, are there larger scenes for the type of stuff you're doing in other cities? I mean, you know, Winnipeg, again, it has that kind of overarching metal scene and there's a hardcore scene and it all mixes together. But I mean, are there, like in Ontario, for example, are there big scenes for stuff that's very similar to what you play?
3: I think Ontario's got a a, a decent hardcore mathcore kind of scene. Um, I've been following this page Mathcore Index for years. Okay. And um, yeah, they just kind of show all of the the great mathcore bands that are coming up. A lot of them in like uh, California, but like all throughout the States, there's a ton. Um, and yeah, I'm just looking for those little pockets of mathcore to, because yeah, <laughs> Winnipeg doesn't have a ton of it. Um, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: But yeah, um, like Toronto and uh, North Bay, Ontario, lots of, lots of little pockets of mathcore up there.
0: Can we uh, again? I hate to do the genre thing, but can we try to define what mathcore means to the three of you? Because, like I said, when I when I looked up the term, I'm like, oh yeah, I've I know bands that do this. But like, what would you? Um, are there sort of high profile bands that you would point to as being this is an example of what you consider to be mathcore or of of something that maybe uh, inspires your band?
4: Um, mathcore to me, I guess, would be like hardcore punk with um, I guess like elements of Metalcore, deathcore, you know, mixed in here and there, just pretty much music with a lot of like jazz influence. Yeah, yeah, like math. the fusion stuff yeah. in there, right? Yeah. Odd, odd time signature, um, just in like scales and whatnot. Like when I think of mathcore bands, like bands like Carbomb, Frontier. Um, yeah, I can't think of any more at the moment, but those come to mind.
3: <laughs> yeah. Sure. I've been trying to. Come up with the big four of Mathcore the okay. same way that Thrash has a big four. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's easy to get the first three. I always think Dillinger, I think Converge, and I think uh, Botch. Okay. But then the fourth one, I kind of changed my mind up a lot. Like Coalesce is a, a good band. Um, who else sort of in that time? I, don't uh, know. I think that's kind of like late form. 90s,
1: early 2000s, you're talking? Yeah. Uh, fuck, was around that time. Oh, yeah, me. I mostly listen to kind of like the later, like late two thousands stuff. Yeah. So like, I would always go for Tony Dance, and Tap Dance Extravaganza. It's like, it's they were band. like kind of my main entry into the world of mathcore. Kind of. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So they're like my go to band when I want mm-hmm. to like introduce someone to the genre because it's like mathcore to me. It's just chaotic, technical, noisy hardcore.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, and I guess the the, the dissonance and the jazz thing too. A lot of that is it comes from like the the chaotic kind of free jazz stuff that is really uh, not that different from noise music anyway, right? Because it's just it's just so wild and, and the rules don't apply. But then they do suddenly apply again, and then they go back to chaos and stuff, which is what I really like about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So is you know since you recorded um, all of this stuff as an internet band by sending files back and forth, is it playable as a trio live? Like, is everything that you've recorded? something you can actually pull off uh potentially at a show that's a great Um. question
3: uh (laughs) two of the songs that we've currently released are playable we can do it uh it's hard to do vocals and play drums but i've got it but the last song that we wrote i got a little too ambitious with and i wrote parts that i cannot play while drumming um and also we've just kind of we kind of wrote it and then we kind of forgot it so we're in the process of relearning that um (laughs)
4: yeah right now there's not one line that i can do while playing both guitar and vocals it's just like (laughs) such a rhythmic mess like it's just too much to like (laughs) do yeah Yeah. i joined after that song was
1: recorded okay so i don't even know the first thing about it that's our song um fuck. Uh, restart erase reset yeah that's what it's called right is that the newest one you have erase reset it's yeah okay yeah I haven't even, like, started to, like, figure out how to learn that one. But, like, I would say, like, eh, two out of three ain't bad for being able <laughs> to actually play this stuff.
0: i wonder too because i mean like especially during this this shitty year and a half everyone's been at home it's like people are coming up with really cool ideas like of all kinds of bands you know not not just heavy stuff right and it's like is this gonna work now now that they have to actually play it in pr- front of people is it is it a possibility so wh- what are you hoping to do in that case like have you figured out sort of how you're gonna other than just completely reworking the song well so uh we have just recently found a bass
3: player oh nice who also does vocals Um, so that'll make the whole playing live thing a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. And we're hoping to give him some of the, some of the, the vocal duties to maybe make some of that easier. I don't want to rework the song. I like the song a lot as it is. I just want to work hard to get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna ask about the actual content of the songs because I know you mentioned uh, earlier on with the the band name could could reference like childhood trauma and stuff. What what kind of topics are you covering in these songs? I mean, I know a lot of the bands that um, we've mentioned, you know, as potential influences or, or forefathers of the genre, whatever you want to call them. A lot of them have a lot of you know very uh, not necessarily political, but they, they got they got messages right. It's issue issue songs. Do you feel you're coming from that same kind of tradition of, of having something important to say with the with the music?
3: Yeah, I would say so, uh, for sure. Uh, well, for the three songs that we have released, um, the latest one, Restart or Race Reset, is about climate change and climate issues. Um, uh, Pyramid Ski Mega Mall Fracking Expo Car Dealership is about uh, capitalism and, like, whatever, the unfair outcomes that it yeah, presents yeah. and everything. And then uh, God Hates Straight Pride Flags is about um, just, yeah, like, uh, people... Specifically, like the Westboro Baptist Church and stuff, yep. people who use religion to, um, you know, attack queer people, and just those sort of issues. So yeah, those are things that we're we're passionate about and gonna. Yeah, we're we're definitely a political band in yeah. that sort of way.
0: That last one is a phenomenal song title, by the way. <laughs> I like how there's there's a bit of humor in that too, right? I mean, it's not it's there's I think there's a way to be political while beating people over the head with a message, and there's also a way to do it well you know, having some kind of sense of humor about it and and saying something important while also making it fun, I guess, right? Is that sort of what you're aiming for? Absolutely. That's, I think, where sort of the MySpace thing is coming through, because I've always
3: loved how kind of tongue in cheek those bands are, Yeah. you know, with the obnoxiously long song titles and like ridiculous kind of lyrics, but still like often having a solid message and being angry about something. Yeah. But,
1: you know, you can do it in a way. Uh, like the whole thing about like the kind of like doing like political stuff, but in kind of like a joking, kind of satirical, tongue-in-cheek matter manner. That's kind of like a bit of thing. Like if you even go back to like the eighties, oh, sure. all those like punk bands back there, all those guys were totally approaching all this political stuff in a uh, kind of a out there kind of like goofy <laughs> manner.
0: Totally. But then then you get into the 90s, and some of those, uh, I mean, especially with hardcore, some of those straight-edge bands, those straight-edge vegan hardcore bands, were just like, the the joke was gone, and it was the message yeah, just like, you know, I mean, listen to the Earth Crisis or something, and it's like, it's, I love that band, but, I mean, it's... <laughs> they're telling you something very, very directly and, and blatantly, right? And there's not... Yeah, is that, they really that? beat you over the head right. with their
1: messaging. Right. It can get a bit exhausting sometimes, yeah. but yeah. the riffs are there, so... The riffs
0: are there, yeah. Does... Um, <laughs> Does writing stuff that that obviously matters to you and being able to perform it in such an aggressive style of music is that kind of cathartic? Like just to just to get that subject matter kind of out, whether you're screaming it or playing it, and you're doing it at extreme volume, you're doing it fast, you're you're doing it loud. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely it does. Yeah,
3: I um, whatever. Obviously, it's been an awful year, whatever, pandemic wise. But also, there's just been a lot of like, whatever hard things in the world to yep. deal with. Yeah, terrible um, things. Yeah, so. It's been, yeah, helpful for me to, instead of just being in my room and being really upset about these things, to put pen to paper and try and like, you know, say that I'm upset and then scream that I'm upset and then play drums loudly that I'm upset. Yeah. I don't know. It's been, yeah, uh, yeah mm-hmm. definitely cathartic. Definitely helps relieve some of those pent up emotions.
0: You can, you can take it out on the drums or take it out on the, the mic or the guitar or whatever. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's cool. So where do people find you? I mean, I, I know, again, like like we've said, you were an internet band. Now you're finally getting to be able to become uh, an out-in-the-world band. Um, what's the uh, best way to find out more about what you're doing, people to hear the songs you have available now, and that kind of thing?
1: Well, obviously, well, we got Instagram, we got uh, Bandcamp, which is where you can find all our music and buy our shit. We are going to be putting up merch on there sooner than later. Cool. Uh, buy our shit, everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got a TikTok page that I basically just do shit posting on, whatever. I don't take it that seriously, but that app is kind of how we actually started gaining, like, some, like, actual traction. Oh, cool. Uh, there was this one guy who had, like, I don't know, almost, like 200,000 followers now who found our song through there. And he used it in one of his videos, and that video got like three hundred thousand views or something like that. That a bunch of people found us through there, and right. that song is currently sitting at uh, just over nine thousand plays on Spotify. So cool! That was a uh, pyramid scheme, mega mall, fracking expo, car dealership.
0: Another very good song title, yeah. <laughs> but that, that is the That's way kind of our one big hit, right? Right. That's the way to do things now, though, right? I mean, it's like because not whether you're an internet band or not. I mean, you have to find these weird new platforms to. To mm-hmm. kind of get the word out because it's it's diy punk rock is not the same diy punk rock even when i was a kid I don't, i'm not that old and then there's like multiple generations before me who are doing this and this is like this whole new world of of, of technology and stuff so i'm glad to hear that tiktok's working for you I, I have it but i have no idea what i'm doing with it but uh <laughs> yeah, i think before, I, I think i follow you yeah i think so yeah, yeah 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 you seem to be yeah you seem to know what you're doing though so that's good i'm, I'm glad, glad, glad that's working out <laughs> And then uh, the good thing about this being a podcast is someone could hear this, you know, when it comes out, or they could hear it a year from now. What's mm-hmm. the best way to sort of keep in touch with uh, what you're doing as far as shows and things like that? Is it the Instagram, or where should people go? Definitely yeah. Instagram.
3: Yeah, Instagram. Uh, we also have a Facebook that we post yeah, on yeah, sometimes, but Instagram's the way to go, I would say. Um, but yeah, we're just hopscotch battle scars everywhere. So we are on
0: YouTube as well. Cool. Um, yeah
1: definitely subscribe to our youtube we're all we try to get we want i want to try and get that to 100 subscribers right like 63 or something now it's
0: not bad that you're getting there you're <laughs> on the other way right yeah for sure for sure okay well yeah I'm, I'm glad i'm glad i'm glad i discovered you um i can't remember who it is who recommended you but thank you to them because i always like finding new bands and i especially like finding new bands that i really like based on what i've heard so hopefully uh you know when the world changes for the better i'll be able to see you live and hopefully people listening to the show will uh get into you too so i really appreciate you giving me the time and uh thanks a lot